All right, let's talk business in the 217, doing it live on the WMAY Morning News Feed at 827. I'm Greg Bishop, and as we do each and every week, we connect with Michelle Ownby from the Springfield Business Journal to talk about some of the things that are happening around the area in the business community. Michelle, thanks for taking time. Let's get right into it. We've got uh, some change of ownership with a, uh, a cafe in town. Uh, tell us about D&J Cafe. Yes, as of last week, uh, Lee Rupnick is the new manager for D&J Cafe, and of course, uh, longtime owner John Price came under some scrutiny last year after posting what uh, many perceived as a very racist Facebook rant on his, his personal page, which ended up being widely shared, and a lot of folks uh you know, called for boycotts of the restaurant and that sort of thing. And even though John wasn't involved in the day-to-day operations, um, seems like the business suffered as a result. And his daughter, who had been the manager for many years, actually ended up stepping down and leaving along with some of the other staff uh, as, as part of the fallout for that. So at this point, the bank has taken over the property, and Lee Rubnick says the bank approached him about uh, taking over management of the restaurant. So he's hoping that uh, that many of the longtime loyal customers will now feel comfortable returning now that there's uh, new ownership and new management. Well, Lee's not the only one that's uh, making some business headlines in the uh, Rubnick family when it comes to restaurants. Tell us what uh, Joe's up to. Right, yeah. So his father, Joe, uh, of course, has owned the Dublin Pub for many years and also been the uh, the license holder for the Pasta House Company. And for the last couple of years, he's had the Pasta House uh, there in the former Denny's at the corner of Wabash and Veterans. But he says he is giving up his Pasta House license as of the end of this month. Uh, tomorrow will actually be their last day of, of operations. And uh, he's going to convert it to a Beef O'Brady's franchise. I, I have to say I'm not familiar with that. The closest one is in Chicago area, and they're based out of Florida, but they do have locations in multiple states around the country. And uh, Joe says he's been a big fan of them for years and wants to try a new concept. Uh, he said it's going to be a, a family-friendly neighborhood sports pub. So he's planning to do a lot of outreach to youth sports teams and that sort of thing and says he'll still have the uh, his signature horseshoe and signature chili on the menu along with the, the Beef O'Brady standards. So look for that coming sometime by the end of January. So we'll be watching for that for sure. We're talking with Michelle Ombi from the Springfield Business Journal here with Business in the 217 on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Michelle, we uh, heard about this yesterday, uh, reported it out in the Springfield City Council also talking about it last night. And that's apparently a lawsuit now moving forward from the Springfield Airport Authority against the city over jet fuel taxes. What's going on here? Right, right. And it's a, a little bizarre. I mean, on the surface, it seems fairly clear the uh, the city collects aviation fuel taxes, which are supposed to be sent to the airport. But this is actually going back to uh, some tax increases between 2004 and 2013. And the airport says that the city did not, uh, you know, then increase the amount of money that they were sending to the airport. So, of course, the, the mayor, Mayor Langfelder, is kind of questioning, you know, why is this just now coming up uh, when we're talking about something that happened a long time ago. The airport claims that they're owed around $800,000. Of course, Frank Valla is the chair of the uh, airport board, and there's no love lost there between he and the mayor. The mayor tried to replace him as chair. Um, In another irony, former Mayor Mike Houston serves on the airport board, and part of this issue with the uh, increase in airport fuel taxes actually happened during his term as mayor, but he says he was not aware of it at the time. So 
a lot of kind of weird politic things going on, uh, but of course they're claiming that it's not politics, that it's just about getting the money that we're owed. So we'll see how that all uh, plays out in court, I guess. Yeah, and $800,000 or whatever they're uh, suing over, it's not chump change. So we'll see what happens with that. And that's your tax dollars, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and uh, your tax dollars are probably likely going to cover the cost of any litigation moving forward. Uh, so exactly. We'll, we'll revisit this, no question about it, Michelle. Uh, and thanks for keeping an eye on that. Uh, and uh, keeping an eye on so many other things. Uh, and the Springfield Business Journal does that for the business community. How can people get a copy? Um, definitely go to springfieldbusinessjournal.com, and you can sign up for BizBytes. That's our weekly newsletter, and it's free of charge uh, with a roundup of what's happening in the business community. Or, of course, you can also sign up to get the print edition delivered uh, directly to your home or office. Michelle Ombe, Springfield Business Journal. And next week we're going to connect, right, and talk about some of the uh, – the biggest business stories of the year? Absolutely. We'll do a, a year-end wrap-up. I love it. That's going to be great. Looking forward to that. Michelle Ombe, the Springfield Business Journal, here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Have a great day. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Thanks, Greg. You too.